regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. The public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Are you pumped up? No, I'm just thinking that everybody's going to think they missed the first five minutes of the show now. <laughs> yes, uh, the executive producer isn't here today. That means Stanley is your host and your producer today. And I'm joined by Captain Reverso, the world's foremost authority in backing up nothing. Oh, okay, hang on. What's my name going to be this week? <laughs> Joe, devil's advocate. One, no, that's a little one, insulting. One what? Joe. One... It's your initials. It's like the worst person. <laughs> what do you want? What What would you like your name to be? You're the one that deals out the nickname. One devil's advocate. I just figured he's going to come out with something better. That's at because devil's advocate was already taken. <laughs> no kidding. True social at one devil's advocate. Join him. He stacked his followers list. See, people don't like it when you do what you did. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've caught. I've caught that. Uh, true social at bl- blue collar blacklisted podcast has all authentic vetted followers i was following dave mustaine the lead singer of megadeth and then he made like one post about his stupid looking dog so it's sorry dave you're out you don't want to see that no i don't I, see your nobody's dog. got time for all that exactly nobody got time for all that so i was still getting over you saying you've never worn spandex a little pre-show banter just trying to reconcile in my mind I, I don't believe it number one you can't tell everybody my private business. Because <laughs> of reversal, what do you think? Spandex, yes or no? Yeah. There was a there was a <laughs> a totally this was like yesterday evening, prime time, and they don't do anything like this in communist countries like China at all. Prime time television, January 6th hearing. So this was the culmination of millions and millions of wasted dollars to investigate the uh the um, peaceful protest at the Capitol. Well, what they refer to as the insurrection. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I thought that Rachel Maddow, this is the craziest thing. Whoever thought that that anybody here would agree with Rachel Maddow, I mean, that guy's never right. Wait. Guy? What? That's a weird, that's a weird is that name what for it, a guy. Is Rachel, that not what Rachel it, it identifies as? Has it changed now? Is, was is it, well, it, unless it was a man that went to a woman, then if it's if it is, I do not know. I don't know what it is. Well, yeah, I well, it's is it is it homosexual? I Rachel Maddow is a lesbian, but she looks like a man to me. I'm confused. So, what about her better half? What does it look like? Reverso. Do we find, know? Find out what its what its um, significant other looks like. Can we tell if it's male or female? I've never seen it. It's going to be a surprise. For I saw Don, there was photographs of Don Lemon hanging out with like the the uh, the captain of the Capitol Police and some of like the higher ups that which were completely complete partisan 
uh, Biden voters, and there they are hanging out with this esteemed media media member. And so, which was weird because they were at a bar, and the last time that I had heard about him being in a bar, he sexually harassed the bartender by giving him a dirty Sanchez. What's a dirty Sanchez? Well, that hey, look, this is this Buford. You can't cut this because this is true, and it's where you um put your basically you put your hand in your pants and then you run your pointer finger under a person's nose. That's what the guy said that like literally he was accused of doing that. Uh. <laughs> Oh, goodness. That's like an old school teacher. So this is Rachel Maddow's? I suppose so. Let me, uh, you're gonna, I'm going to have to get a better. It kind of looks like my stepmom. That's her partner since 1999. Susan McCula. Well, at least she's faithful. Pretty, pretty bland. But whatever. <clears throat> but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to get Rachel, like, look, because, you, again, you're, well, you're a media, uh, the media personality. We're, we're supposed to believe you. You've got, well, actually, you don't have high ratings, but that's okay. Let's have a listen to what she has to say. Just, just the key point that, yes, there was a pro-Trump rally at which the president spoke, and you can, we can absolutely talk about all the things the president said there. But the idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol, that rally was very far from the Capitol. Yep. And the people who, as you say, did the initial breach that allowed everybody else to come in they never even went to that rally so i mean we can that's a wrap we do. Yeah. that's a wrap we can wrap that up <laughs> and so and to be fair we were at that rally the three people here were at that rally and so um and we don't have to recount everything that we the, we saw and all that but there's new ever emerging footage of antifa breaking into the building first the doors being open which, man, I still have the same question that I've had for all this time. Who is Ray Epps and Ray Epps' breach team? Like, has anybody here ever read Atlas Shrugged? No. You're such no. uncultured swine. I don't. Why did I even waste my breath? I don't read. <laughs> well, <laughs> for the people that know what I'm talking about, the tagline, who is, who is John Galt, I, I would love to make a Who is Ray Epps t-shirt, but I digress. So, yeah, that's pretty much uh, my take. It is the same as hers. Like, this is a, a gargantuan nothing burger. And, of course, all these idiot Hollywood celebrity, dirtbag, virtue signaling pieces of garbage took to social media to hype it up. And, dude, the ratings were abysmal. In fact, Babylon B had a headline today that was, uh, <laughs> there's going to be a uh, June, uh, June 9th committee <laughs> to, to find out why <laughs> the January 6th hearing. Had no ratings, had no viewers. I thought it was really clever. Those guys were amazing, but uh, yeah. So that's all I got on the uh, January six hearings. A whole bunch of nothing because there was there was no new evidence. There was no smoking gun. There's nothing like, and you wasted just like the Russia collusion hoax. This was another hoax, and uh, this and the the beautiful thing about this was, man, this was literally where the Democrats allocated and concentrated the majority of their efforts for midterms. Like, they were they were hoping this would produce something that they could carry into the midterms for some kind of steam, and it didn't. Like, public sentiment, the, the people don't care. Dude, gas, what what was that? What did your boss just send you, that gas price locally? Let's take a look at it real quick. And now, granted, that was 93 octane, to be fair. That was 100% gasoline. Oh, okay. I do not know if... I'm going to assume it's 93, $6, 68, 689. Yeah. So it's $6 and 69 cents. 
a gallon. Which that that tends to run roughly twenty percent higher, give or take. Now, he's not on the water. Okay. He's just, well, I'm saying he's though, just in a town that has yeah. a lake near it. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's people's concern, dude. Food shortages, uh, inflation, and so like the stock market was in disarray today. Yes. Because none of these numbers are where they expected to be. And look, dude, I I don't know anything about any of that. I'm ready to buy. Yeah, I hear that. But give it some time, by the way. <laughs> I, I I am now a financial professional. Hold fast on that. Wait to wait wait for my mark. It'll be in a couple of weeks. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, that that that's what it was. A big fat nothing burger as they like to call it. A nothing burger. Big fat. And to reiterate, you can find us at bcblpodcast.com. Email us info at bcblpodcast.com. True Social at Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. They changed. They did an update on True Social. I don't like it. I got to get used to it again. Have you? You probably haven't been on it today. No, not today. Yeah. Anyway, I'm fixing to. We sent out our first um, Dan Schultz book for somebody leaving us a review. We have one more, but which I don't know if we'll do that. That th- this next one that way. We got one or two more. But anyway, either so way. Where did the book go? What state? Yeah. I think it was Wyoming. I'd have to ask Buford. I'm pretty sure it was Wyoming. Oh. Uh, wh- one of the things, too, I didn't, see, I'm not like the, the social media electronic expert. Oh, I'm Reverso not. is supposed to be, but he is. He is. Reverso is I the electronic. Let me finish, boo. It's going to be okay. The you can So you don't have to just, I thought that you had to, to leave the rating. You had to leave a review, and you don't. So all I'm asking for is a ton of five star ratings for the algorithm. So it because like a lot of the like the newer listeners aren't from True Social because when they email us, I ask them how they found out about it, and they say it just pops up on like the recommended on I think on Apple mainly, but you get popped up and recommended because what they refer to as the the algorithm. Jin Saki doesn't know about them, and neither do I. So, but they do exactly. So, um, by leaving a five star rating, it pushes pushes the show up. So. I'm imploring all of you. It takes two seconds. Go to Spotify or Apple, whatever you're listening to it on. Bingo, bango, five-star rating. Muchos gracias. I did it. You did? I did. Well, see, we lost all those whenever we changed the name. It could, we had quite a bit, and then we changed the name like it took them all away. Or we're just being kicked in the junk again because we keep getting cut off. They even messed up Reverso's email. Google. See, he's messing with Google. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. So, now... I have been wanting to talk about this for a while. So, this is what? What is this paper? This is the the Taipei Times. The Taipei. The Taipei Times. That's right. Why? I don't know. It doesn't sound right. Okay. Well, it that's fine. Sound fine. Fancy. We're gonna go. Or, well, here's the thing. COVID nineteen was a sham, like Donald Trump said it was initially, and a lot of people got duped. And I'm not okay with it. Like, the, we're not just move. Like, why are we just moving on from this? without saying anything at all, especially when there's medical complications. By the way, because of this, we're going to get yet another tag, so there'll be a nice COVID. They may pull it. I don't know. There'll be the COVID. This, this, this is going to be the worst COVID, quote-unquote, misinformation that we've, we've dealt with thus far. So <clears throat> this is on the taipeitimes.com. There you go. COVID-19, baby's death unlikely due to vaccination, say the doctors. The death of a two-month-old baby on Tuesday, this is from June 24th, 21. 
The death of a two-month-old baby on Tuesday most likely was due to a sudden infant death syndrome rather than from drinking a mother's milk after the mother, the child's mother got vaccinated against COVID-19 on Monday, doctors have said. Responding to the mother's speculation that the AstraZeneca vaccine had contaminated her breast milk, leading to the death of her child, Central Epidemic Command Center Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices convener Li Pingeng. Is that right? And that's me reading it in Chinese. I, I, did, I ignored the English translation because I didn't even know it was there. Looks like Li Pingeng. Said that no country in the world deems COVID-19 vaccines unsafe for breastfeeding mothers. The mother said that she found her daughter with foam and blood on her lips at 3 a.m. That's so terrible, dude. Yeah. Four hours after breastfeeding, the baby was rushed to a hospital and pronounced dead on arrival. That sucks. Lee, an infectious disease expert, said that COVID-19 vaccines were in, are injected into a muscle to stimulate an immune response to the virus without the risk that the drug would contaminate the recipient's breast milk. Remember this. Echoing Lee, National Taiwan University Children's Hospital Superintendent, can't pronounce that, not going to try, said it was highly unlikely that the infant's death was caused by her mother's breast milk. When a child under the age of one dies suddenly and without obvious cause, it is most likely due to sudden infant death syndrome, Huang said. I did get that right. <clears throat> Adding that an autopsy would be required to determine the cause of death. Ministry of Health and Welfare data show that 23 of the 165,200... That was a like Joe Biden. Do you see that? 165,249 babies born in the nation last year died of the syndrome. Figures for the past few years were similar, with 24 deaths amongst 175,074 births in 2019 and 22 among... 181,000 births in 2018, it showed. The World Health Organization says that AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine can be given to breastfeeding mothers, and the agency, quote, does not recommend discontinuation of breastfeeding after vaccination. Okay. Let's go to the next one. May 31st, 2022. Where are we at here? Worldtribune.com. Let me get that headline. Stunning lies revealed in Pfizer vaccine documents the FDA tried to keep under wraps. A group of 3,000 highly credentialed doctors, RNs, biostatisticians. Bio we tried to use that word the other day, and I, bo I botched it because I couldn't remember it. Medical fraud investigators, lab clinicians, and research scientists are poring over the 55,000 internal Pfizer documents, which the FDA had asked a court to keep under wraps for 75 years. Why would they do that? <clears throat> What the group has found in the documents, which were released by a court order, are a myriad of shocking lies about the COVID vaccines, Dr. Naomi Wolf wrote in a Substack analysis on May 29. The group of investigators, the War Room, Daily Clout, Pfizer Documents Research Volunteers, have confirmed that Pfizer, and thus the FDA, knew by December 2020 that mRNA vaccines did not work, and they waned in efficacy and presented vaccine failure. One side effect of getting vaccinated is they knew by one month after the mass 2020 rollout was COVID, Wolf noted. The mRNA vaccines also target, quote, reproduction itself intentionally or not, Wolf added. And if you know that reproduction is harmed and babies and fetuses are harmed, and you know that this is at scale, which everyone at Pfizer and at the FDA who read these documents knew, and if you do not stop, then does that not ultimately become a genocide? The War Room Daily Clout volunteers have confirmed that lipid nanoparticles, the tiny, hard, fatty casings that contain mRNA, traverse the amniotic membrane. That means that they enter the fetal environment. They also tra traverse the blood-brain barrier, which may help explain the post-mRNA vaccination strokes 
and cognitive issues being reported, the group said. The volunteers have examined the Pfizer documents reports about pregnancy and found that the assurance that the vaccine is, quote, safe and effective for pregnant women was based on a study of 44 French rats followed for 42 days. This is the stuff that is in the documentation that they wanted to keep under wraps for 75 years. And, and that's what I said initially. And, dude, I'm bitter about this stuff, dude, because I was mocked. I was called a lot of things by my family, by friends, by coworkers for just simply saying, hey, dude, I'm going to sit it out and wait and see. This isn't something I'm going to rush out and get because they use fear tactics to push this garbage, dude. Fear. And fear, as they say, is a great motivating factor. But it was not smart. It was stupid, dude. And, P- and mm, Let me just bite my tongue for a minute. It's not about me. Let me say that again, dude. The volunteers have examined the Pfizer documents, reports, and pregnancy found that the va- assurance that the vaccine is, quote, safe and effective for pregnant women was based on a study of 44 French rats followed for 42 days. The scientists who ran the study are shareholders or employees of BioNTech. The volunteers found in their examination of the documents that while pregnant women were excluded from the internal studies and thus from the emergency youth authorization, on which basis all pregnant women were assured the vaccine was safe and effective, nonetheless, about 270 women got pregnant during the study. More than 230 of them were lost somehow to history. But of the 36 pregnant women whose outcomes were followed, 28 lost their babies. The volunteers found that a baby died after nursing from a vaccinating, vaccinated lactating mother and was found to have had inflamed liver. Many babies nursing from vaccinated mothers showed agitation, gastrointestinal distress, and failure to thrive and grow and were inc- inconsolable. Four of the lactating vaccinated women in the Pfizer documents report, this is in 75 years they wanted for this, and this is just some of it. We haven't seen it all yet. Four of the lactating vaccinated women in the Pfizer documents reported, quote, blue-green breast milk and a nursing baby who died with an inflamed liver. The case had been buried, has not made headlines, Wolf noted. Studies from three countries, Canada, Scotland, and now Israel, show that babies are dying disproportionately during and after 2021 in highly vaccinated countries, and the newborns are dying disproportionately if they have vaccinated mothers versus unvaccinated mothers, Wolf wrote. The group of volunteers also found that Pfizer had known in May of 2021 that 35 minors' hearts had been damaged a week after the injection, but a month later, the FDA rolled out the EUA for teens anyway, and parents did not get a press release from the U.S. government about heart harms until August of 2021 after thousands of teens had been, vac- had been vaccinated. Pfizer and thus the FDA, many of the documents say FDA confidential at the lower boundary, knew that contrary to what the highly paid spokes models and bought-off physicians were assuring the people the mRNA spike protein and lipid nanoparticles did not stay in the ejection site in the deltoid, but rather went within 48 hours into the bloodstream from there to lodge in the liver, spleen, adrenals, lymph nodes, and if you're a woman, in the ovaries, Wolf noted. <clears throat> we're almost done. The group of volunteers also found that Pfizer skewed the vaccine trial subjects so that almost three-quarters were female. Females are less prone to cardiac damage. Pfizer claims to have, quote, lost the records that be of what became of hundreds of their trial subjects, Wolf noted. The documents also show that the internal trials, there were over 42,000 adverse events and more than 1,200 people died. Four of those died on the day that they were injected. Of course, people who have tried to raise any issues have been deplatformed, scolded by the president, called insane, and roundly punished, Wolf noted. And and again, we've had stuff pulled in the past. We've got uh, the uh, COVID flag on plenty of our shows. And I don't think, I don't know how much we've talked about COVID. I know that we have. I don't know the extent that we have. But, dude, this is infuriating. And this is the, what really, really freaking torques me. Nobody's talking about it. 
life moves on. Oh, gas is high. Yeah, gas is high. But, dude, this is a d- disaster what the hell's happened here. An absolute disaster. And we're, mo- we're moving on. No, we're not moving on. Turn around, look back, and fixate and focus on what you did. You ruined our economy for this. You changed our lives. You altered all of that for this. You altered the, the rules of the election for this. And you tried to hide it for 75 years. Let's see the next article. Big mystery. What's the date on this one? This one. This one's within the last day or two, if I'm not mistaken. June 10th, 2022. Dailymail.com, which is... is da- <laughs> Healthy young people are dying suddenly and unexpectedly from a mysterious syndrome as doctors seek answers through a new national register. I don't want to hit these bullet points. We'll get down into the body of it. People aged under 40 are being urged to have their hearts checked because they may potentially be at risk of this new coin term to go along with the one that's been around for years. I know people whose children, their, their young children, very young children have died after being vaccinated with the, uh, the MMR shot. Personally, I know two of them, dude. And they, they're both, they said, oh, that's SIDS, that's sudden infant death syndrome. So now we've got sudden adult death syndrome and nobody knows what it is. It's a freaking mystery. The syndrome known as SADS has been fatal for all kinds of people, regardless of whether they maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. SADS is a, quote, umbrella term to describe unexpected deaths in young people, said the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, most commonly occurring in people under 40 years of age. The term is used when a postmortem cannot find an obvious cause of death. If you don't want to find an obvious cause of death. <clears throat> the U.S.-based SADS Foundation has said that over half of the 4,000 annual SADS deaths of children, teens, and young adults have one of the two top warning signs present. Those signs include a family history of SADS diagnosis and sudden unexplained death of a family member and fainting or seizure during exercise or when excited or startled. Last year, 31-year-old woman, Catherine Keene, died in her sleep while living with two friends in Dublin. Her mother... Margarita Cummins told the Irish Mirror they were all working from home, so no one really paid attention when Catherine didn't come down for breakfast. It's a mystery. We've got this sudden adult death syndrome. No cardiac issues. No, nobody knows why. They're getting excited. Their cardiovascular system starting to, to, to do what it's supposed to do, and boom, they die. Does anybody here have any idea what, like, dude, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor, and it doesn't take one. You're hearing these stories of all these sports figures falling out, dude, in peak physical condition. And they're telling you this is normal. But now they're saying there's problem. They, they're making a registry to investigate it. And they're not... What, does anybody in their right mind think this doesn't have anything to do with vaccinations? Anybody here? What, what do you make of this? So, just to clarify, this is something new, right? This hasn't been going on for years and years. I mean, and it's just, I, I, and dude, it, and it's, it's just th- being publicized now, right? There's, this is something new. Dude, there's dozens and dozens of, of high-level athletes across the globe from what, whatever sport, you name it, falling out, dude, and dying. But under, five years ago, this was not happening, right? Not to my knowledge. I, dude, I never saw these types of headlines back then. I never saw them three years ago before all this crap happened. Have you? So, uh-huh. what, which, go back up to the top. They're creating a registry to try to track this. Why weren't they doing that five years ago? Because it wasn't occurring. Up to the top of the bullet points. People age under the uh, people age under forty are being urged to go and get their hearts checked. May potentially be at risk of having sudden adult death syndrome. Get your heart checked. 
That's what the, everybody that's having adverse reactions to that vaccine is having cardiovascular blood clots, heart issues, myocarditis. That, that's what the real doctors and the real media, the objective people that have been researching this have been saying. The people that consistently lie to you that we know lie day in and day out in the mainstream media are the ones saying the opposite of what... Quote, dude, think about this. Trust the science. That's what everybody said on the, all forms of social media, all the leftists out dead, I mean, or, or I'm out in left field. Did, did they or did they not say to trust the science? Oh, yeah. Trust the science. And what did that mean? Does anybody here know what the hell that meant? No. Because there, there, there was no, they suppressed all the information for any semblance of objectivity to, to be able to do your own research, believe what I say, it's healthy, and then they, you try to hide the information for 75 years. Is that, the, is that the behavior of someone that's being honest? Absolutely freaking not. It's a, it, it was a concentrated and concerted effort by, by a particular group to withhold, suppress, and contain information for a reason. Why, in totality, why? I don't know. I've got my ideas, but dude. So now, all, all this is happening. The, again, the people that were objective doing following the real science, looking at the facts and the data, were saying this the whole time. And remember, we were roundly mocked for not getting it. What seems to be the smart move now? Maybe abstaining? And, and, and I, I have issue with the idea that we're going to pretend this didn't happen as a society to move on around the world, mind you, to move on from this as if it, as if it never happened. Dude, I'm not ready to do that. Like, and yeah, granted, so, and, and so many things are happening. Information moves so fast. People's attention spans are only so large. I get it. We do not need to move on from this. There needs to be repercussions. And now, which... Uh, Blowhard Kevin McCarthy saying if the Republicans take the House back over, they're going to investigate Anthony Fauci for his role in all of this, which would be interesting. Little weasel bastard. That guy knew so much about all of this. They knew what the real science was, and they sought to suppress it. The FDA and the World Health Organization was aware of all of this. And so that was the thing. Dude, one of my own family members, whenever Trump was still in office, oh, are you going to get the vaccine when they develop one? Nah, probably not. Well, that's stupid. Okay. Whatever, like, dude, you you can't, you cannot knock down every protocol that exists. Those protocols exist for a reason, and it, in our line of work in the automotive industry, be it the 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 collision side, the mechanical side, you can cut corners, but you can't cut them all. You get to a point of diminishing returns, and stuff starts to not work properly. And the more corners you cut, the more severe and pronounced it is. In the medical world, it can't be any different. You can only cut so many corners. You can't cut them all. And that's what they did. I don't want to move on from it, dude. It, it, it sickens me. And it's like, I've wanted to talk about it for some time, but now we're, we're starting to see the information start to come out. It's concise. It's deliberate. You tried to hide it. 75 years, why would you, why would you do that? Again, I don't want to talk in circles. I'll let y'all take the floor if you got anything to say about it. Do you have any concerns, Reverso? Yeah, because how, how does it make you feel? I'm the idiot out of the group that actually got the shot, so I'm just thinking. Well, not an idiot, yeah. but but yeah. you were persuaded to do it, and so I mean, do you have any thoughts about? Yeah, I mean, it scares the hell out of me now because I have heart issues to begin with. Of course, yeah, I but that's the reason that, that you got yeah, it was because yeah. they, dude, again, they ginned up this this fear in people. I mean, I am over forty, but that really doesn't mean much, I guess. 
So, yeah, I just, I guess if I'm not here one week, uh, sad's hit me. Well, um, did, and uh, I mean, if you don't want to put it on a, a podcast, not that it matters, but did, did you, uh, did you get a booster shot? No. The, uh, I, dude, I know, dude, in my, the, and the groups of people that I know, I'm, I'm consistently surprised at the amount of people that actually got that damn thing, dude. Like people that I never would have thought bought into it and got that damn thing. I, it, I, it I know you had me. said something to me, I don't know, a few weeks ago that you were, you were surprised at how many people were coming out and sell, telling you that yeah. they actually got it when yeah. they, I guess they kind of let on mm-hmm. that, that they didn't or Correct. wasn't going to get it. You yeah. Know? It, it, it baffles me, dude. And, and the reason that it baffles me is, um, I mean, to be completely fair, you know, Donald Trump, and a lot of people were mad at him. I don't care. Like, Donald Trump was pushing it, too. And, like, I, I even had someone say, oh, you know, Donald Trump's the one that, that helped develop it. Donald Trump didn't develop anything. Donald Trump was was under the influence of political pressure, but the, the have-to-do-something syndrome. And, and and that's prevalent all throughout the political spectrum uh, in almost every facet. But... You know, Donald Trump, I, I think one of the allures and, and why people have an affinity for Trump is like, you know, the, as they refer to him as a hard-nosed New Yorker, or like, you know, going with your gut and do what he said originally was accurate. And again, I'm armchair quarterback in here. Like, I wasn't elected to be the president of the United States. He was, and he did a good job at it. He should have, when he saddled that horse of saying, this is no different than the flu, this is, this is exaggerated. But while he did that, he was cutting off travel from these other countries is a preventative measure. They knocked him for that. Like, they, they were great at painting the guy into corners. But he, he should have rode that horse. Instead, he allowed the system, the establishment, to put Anthony Fauci in his midst, come out with the, the two weeks to slow the spread that turned into whatever the hell this is. I Dude, I, uh, just looking back at it, man, I, I have such an issue with all of it. We You cannot ignore that this, the fact that this took place. Number one, from the political the political standpoint, where they used it as leverage to to do what they did during the election with the ballot boxes, what they did to the economy, they tr- purposefully trashed the economy to make him look bad. They all this to get this dude out of office because he was that damn popular, and he he fell into their trap. And again, dude, it would have happened to damn near anybody. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think that Donald Trump had this information? Donald Trump was talking about therapeutics almost instantaneously. He talked about ivermectin, and he talked about hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, ah, hydroxychloroquine right off the bat. Yeah, but I'm talking about this particular information that we just read about. No, about I don't believe studies. he had that. No, so you don't. You don't think that he, he knew this? I don't think that information was. I mean, it, it, and I'm not a legal expert by any means. Right. Um, and, and let let me just hold that question and repeat it in a second because I do. I've always wanted to say the disclaimer that man, like. I talk fast. I read fast. My brain obviously is like a micro machines commercial. So, <laughs> like uh, last week, uh, Catherine Engelbrecht from uh, True the Vote, I referred to her as Christina Engelbrecht. Like, I make little nuanced mistakes like that with regularity. That's not lost on me. So, when if people went, when and if you catch my mispronunciation, my grammar, grammatical errors, like, hey, dude, it's not lost on me. Like, I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. We, we put links in the description of this stuff. Don't take my word for it. Do your own research. This is my opinion. This is my estimation. And this is what I look at to be factual. But hey, look, I slip up sometimes. Mostly grammatical, though. What was that question again? Well, oh, as far as what, what he knew? Well, yeah. I'm just, I'm asking if you think 
that there would be a possibility that Trump had any of this information when he was pushing for people to take the vaccine? I would like to think no. Um, I know that they were forced by court order to release this. I don't I don't see how or why. Again, I'm not a legal expert. I don't see how this information, if they were withholding it by court order, when it would have gotten into his hands. Now he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. And again, that's where they did a great place of putting him because he wants to use the development of that vaccine in short order as a political gain. He wants to use that as a pro, as a plus, as a, as a campaign mechanism. I've noticed he's he's stepped away from it. He's not championing it like he was. It pissed a bunch of people off when he kept pushing it after people that are objective started to see that that things didn't look so good about this vaccine. And so not only that, the duplicity, the hypocrisy, and, and the dishonesty of Anthony Fauci is attached to this vaccine. So Donald Trump steered away from that. And with, with the release of information like this, we'll see what direction he goes. I don't know. So why... Why did you not take the vaccine? What was the what was the number one reason that you did not take the vaccine? But, so before, because I, you know my family member that 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 chastised me like, dude, I don't even get flu shots, man. Like I just and I know that that it's kind of silly to go on the preconceived notion that oh, I don't ever get sick, I don't ever get a flu, get a flu shot or whatever. Like they're telling you this is different. Um, I, I you know um. When they first started talking about 2.2 million deaths by August and this and this and this, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, dude, I was concerned. Like, man, what is this? Like, is this real? And the thing is that apprehension, I think, is natural. But, like, the reason I was I, I was um, skeptical is because, you know, Nancy Pelosi had been, oh, come down to Chinatown and party with... When you politically, the things that they do that are so slimy, they do them constantly... They were telling you to go party in Chinatown because, oh, Donald Trump's racist he's, because he's calling it, he's saying that it originated here, and it did. And so now, with the benefit of hindsight, real data and the facts, it, it they said that Donald Trump was a fool for, and he was being racist for saying that it came from a Wuhan lab. It's widely accepted that that is absolutely exactly where it originated from. That's one of Anthony Fauci's many lies. <clears throat> so... I, I know I'm going around past grandma's house and through the woods here over the hill, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. I, I was apprehensive at first within short order of looking at the pe- the cast of characters and the way they were behaving, the people that are always lying, always. It's the same with Ukraine. Fixate on the people that are always lying. See what they're doing. They were lying about this. They're saying cockamamie, whacked out, grotesque, just like with global warming, grotesquely exaggerated things that never came to pass. And so, wear the mask, don't wear the mask. It's going to be 2.2 million deaths. It wasn't even remotely close to that in the time frame. Not only that, they were fudging the numbers. Nah, like, it was, which I wasn't going to get a vaccine at all. I don't get shots. Like, I don't get flu shots. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't, I'm just not doing that. Like, I don't, I, I, I mean, I instantaneously, I, I knew I wasn't getting it. Like, even when Trump was in office, like, you're not going to get that? Nah, I don't think I need that. I, I think it was a lot simpler for me. I just, um, I, I try to look at things from a common sense point of view. And it was a new disease. And then they want to inject us with this vaccine that they developed in record time. I just didn't feel like it had had enough time to be tested in any way. Mm-hmm. I was right. So then you see, I know you've seen them on TV. 
you did you or a loved one take this? And I, I know I've said that. I think I've even yeah. said it on here before, but that that's what always rolled through my mind was, you know, what are people going to be doing in five years that have took this vaccine that they um, – <clears throat> There, there's going to be side effects. There's there's no way around having side effects. Yeah. You have side effects from from everything. Uh, I was reading up about some depression medicine, and one of the side effects is it may cause depression. Yeah. So, you know, I just felt like I needed to give this some time. I thought that I was healthy enough to... to and you had a pretty severe case of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I I think a lot of it was I should have been doing a better job to self-medicate. I think what really happened to me is I let myself get dehydrated. I think if I would have um, not been such a wuss that I was sick, got up, you know, moved around, kept the liquids, I think I would have been fine. I mean, I, I would have been sick, no doubt, but... But I think I I let it get a hold of me, and I I let it I let it go too far. Yeah. Um, which I I caught it, dude, and uh, I've been sicker. It was it wasn't fun. I've been sicker, but I I, I was uh pretty, uh, which I had hydroxychloroquine, which to to really shine this on and make sure that they really uh hit this with as much uh, misinformation labels as possible. We've we've talked on here before about ivermectin, and it. Again, personal experience, Buford's family, many people I know that were that, that used ivermectin, symptoms were gone literally within hours, within hours, twelve hours or less, their symptoms dissipate. It's ridiculous. And Donald Trump had said that at the very onset of this entire thing, and again, the media trashed him. So, again, looking back, and that's one of one of the things about Ukraine. You know what I mean? Like the the cast of characters who pushed this grotesquely wrong, purposeful misinformation and guided you in the wrong way or doing it again. They do it every single time. And so it's at a point you can't trust anything these people are saying. It's the boy that cried wolf on steroids. No way, man. I'm out. Once again, with Ukraine, if you would just take a step back, well, hold, look at it from scum. Hold that thought because we have an email next oh. and the listener asked about that. Oh. So we have a email that I was going to cover um, from Jessica says, good afternoon. In response to your most recent podcast, you've missed something with the BLM movement. Yes, division, but in addition, it was a vehicle for the advance of the homosexual community. It was all an agenda. So you were talking about the Ukraine earlier. You asked about that, and I said to, to hold on. So this is uh, an email from a listener named Jessica. And I guess we talked about, like, I think I was going on a tirade about, like, divisional lines and how, how they – I mentioned BLM specifically – I can see this woman's picture. It's just, it's funny. To, it's not funny, but like the, the wide array of people that listen to this is a black woman here. And so it's just that so many people would listen to the show is it's crazy to me that, and I'm thankful for everybody, but like a lot of women listen to this surprisingly. So interesting. But in response to your most recent podcast, you've missed something with the BLM movement. Yes, division. But in addition, it was a vehicle for the advance of the homosexual community. And one of the things that I thought the whole time is that like, there was that false equivalency to like civil, like actual civil rights, like a la Martin Luther King, um, that, that the gay lobby tried to attach themselves to. And I always thought to myself, like, dude, if, if I was black, that would grotesquely offend me that, 
and this maybe this is controversial, but by my estimation and my opinion, for a choice, like you choose to engage in homosexual behavior. I know they'll make the argument they were, they were born that way. And this is why our show will always stay at this level. <laughs> but, um, th- yeah, I mean, it, they, they definitely, it, she, she goes on to talk about um, the new Supreme Court Justice, Katanji Brown, and basically, you know, with the transgender stuff promoting it because it's a black woman that they've, they've, they've put this label on it so it's acceptable to, to people under the wider umbrella of the BLM movement. But basically, it's also to push, like, the transgenderism. So there is crossover between CRT and the transgender movement, what you would see in schools being taught. And I absolutely agree with that. Um, and one of the things she uh, goes on to say, also, I don't know if you've covered this in a recent podcast. I'm a new subscriber, but i like to receive your perspective on the U.S. giving Ukraine billions of dollars of AIDS. I personally think the U.S. has been blackmailed. Why such loyalty to the world's most corrupt country? And the Ukraine leader was a legitimate actor for crying out loud. I believe he's a puppet as well. I also don't believe the U.S. operates as a sovereign entity, but is owned by foreign powers. I believe the move to remove weaponry from the U.S. citizens is to make them, like the residents of China, controllable and weak like prisoners. Could not agree more, especially with that last sentence. Um, but that, that's why I was saying hold off on the, the Ukraine stuff is because uh, I agree with that, uh, that, that uh, basic assessment. That just like I said about COVID, anything that comes out of their mouth, I don't believe. And so I think it's obvious when you look at the revolving cast of characters, and we have covered this before, obviously, so people have heard this uh, line of thought, I'm sure, before, but um, if they've listened for any amount of time. But uh, when you had literally like uh, Bono and whoever else, some people that I'm not, like new popular people that I'm not aware of were having concerts over there, like an underground train station, Bono, that's him, right? The guy that, who's you two? Nothing new about him. Who? You said no, no, no. There was a new, a new. Um, I didn't say nude. Calm down. Oh. <laughs> no, a newer like artist or whatever that I'm not familiar familiar with. So therefore, I don't oh. remember the name. But there was like a new popular, I guess, with maybe younger people performing with him. Uh, obviously, Nancy Pelosi went in and out, and then the the terribly cheap, sorry excuse of a generic first lady who's basically a tramp went in and out over there. And, you know, so the who's who of of establishment shills and celebrities are going in and out of that place like it's just a party Yeah. while you're being told that all these different things are transpiring. Therefore, I, I don't have, I have no idea what the hell's going on over there because the footage that I see of people that are over there on the ground varies greatly from what the mainstream media says. And it's akin to the differential in information that they sold on COVID versus what just was released that was supposed to be hidden for 75 years. So another way of trying to go around and babble and say what I'm saying is not only do I agree, but yeah, the, the, you're, you're looking at the same cast of characters and look at how Jen Psaki talked about Ukraine. Look how they went and got you know TikTok stars to explain to how, how much more does it take to realize this is absolute pure unadulterated propaganda that they're pushing TikTok stars for these young people. So there is no way Russia can win this war. Okay, <laughs> but that's, 
And that changes by the day, just like the stuff with COVID did. It's all BS. The, the scary thing about that is what is the bigger picture here besides laundering money and being absolute and total corruption? What's really going on? Because they have, they tell you that Vladimir Putin is this insane, crazy person. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know Vladimir Putin. I'm not familiar with him. I know what they say. But I know the last time they vilified somebody to the extent that they vilified that guy, it was Donald Trump. Yeah. And so, again, I'm not saying that, that the guy's good, good. I'm, I'm, I would assume he's probably not the best guy. He's a commie. So, they're, again, they're selling that the guy is crazy. The guy has nuclear capabilities, and they're tantalizing him. You know what I mean? Like, they're, 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 they're antagonizing him. For us to remain safe and out of a direct armed military conflict with Russia, you would have to trust that the people have pr that have proven themselves completely incompetent have the ability to keep us out of that. Now, I don't think that they do. And so there's, there's this running, not an argument, but question, is this incompetence or is this corruption? Is this by design or are they just this stupid? And by the overt representatives that you're able to see and hear speak, Pete... Uh, Buttigieg, Buttigieg, whatever you call him. Butt gig. This guy, like, again, not intelligent, incompetent, incapable. Katanji Brown, can't define a man or a woman. You're an idiot. You're an ideologue. Um, Hunter Biden, I mean, just go down the list of these people. Like, uh, Jin Psaki, the new press secretary, the list goes on and on. You're just not smart people. And again, I don't, Jake Sullivan doesn't seem like a, he seems corrupt, but he does. You're not smart. Obviously, Joe Biden is completely dumb. Which I, I know these people aren't actually calling the shots, but they still have some influence over the positions of which they're they're supposedly appointed to. I, I don't know. It, Ukraine is an absolute mess. We have no business there. It's a terrible, terrible waste of money. No different than Iraq and Afghanistan. And again, to to believe that. This administration is doing benevolent things in Ukraine after they botched the withdrawal from, from Afghanistan to the extent that they did. You think these people are capable of keeping us out of an armed conflict and they're over there doing something positive after they did that there. How, how many millions of dollars of weaponry did they leave there? How much? How much are we sending to these people? And did we or did we not get, was it not a situation at least somewhat like this in the 80s with Afghanistan when, when the Russians were trying to go in there? And then look what happened. We have no business doing this. Not only that, how am I going to render aid to you when my leg just got cut off? Like, we're not, clean up my yard before I go clean up your yard. That We're not in a position to be cleaning up Ukraine's yard. So that's my opinion on the Ukraine. Thank you for the email. We greatly appreciate it. If anybody else would like to email, it is... What is it, Reverso? It's info at bcblpodcast.com. Are you still looking for that other email? I am. Look harder. And, and so to expound on the Ukraine stuff, this is on Zero Edge. Uh, ousted Ukrainian official breaks silence. Let me get down because they actually took out the uh, claim of quote-unquote exaggeration. In an interview published with the Ukrainian news outlet, Leo, Leo Demilo... Dinasova, an interview published by a Ukrainian news outlet, admitted that her falsehood achieved their intended goal. When, for an example, I spoke with the Italian parliament at the Committee of the International Affairs, I heard and saw such fatigue from U Ukraine, you know. 
I talked about terrible things in order to somehow push them to make decisions that Ukraine and the Ukrainian people need, she said. So she was she was exaggerating these rapes by, you know, Russian soldiers of, of Ukrainian civilians so that other countries would send aid and arms. And so they ousted her for this. Denisova noted that Italy's five-star movement was originally, quote, against the provision of weapons to us, but after her speech, one of the party leaders said that they will support us, including by the provision of weapons. Despite the fact that her claims about mass rape were false, they were repeatedly amplified by legacy media outlets like CNN and the Washington Post. Quote, the media was quick to put this woman's BS claims out, but couldn't care less about correcting the record, writes Chris Manahan. Indeed, there have been many innumerable, innumerable outright hoaxes and falsehoods throughout the war where so-called fact-checkers have been noticeably absent. Those include radiation leaks at besieged nuclear plants, which turned out to not have occurred. <clears throat> the media's complete misinformation about what happened on Snake Island, the, quote, ghost of Kiev hoax, as well as the attack on the Holocaust memorial that never happened. That's that's what they do with Ukraine. It's all how how when when they're lying to get what they want, when the worst of the worst are over there getting selfies with uh, Zelensky. And not only was that guy an actor, he was like a comedian that did all kinds of weird homosexual little sticks. Like it, it was very odd, but yeah. So that's our email on the or e- answer to the email. Info at bcbopodcast.com, True Social at Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast, and leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple, please. Well, oh, that, you can you do it better? Can you do a better, maybe Devil's Advocate can be the sympathetic one to get us a slew of five-star ratings. Go for it. Do it now. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. No, it doesn't. Uh, this is kind of long. It's five minutes long uh, when it gets to the point. Like, and it's, it's nauseating. This guy's an actor. And I'm going to have to have you pause it a couple times. But, um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll break this down. So this is Matthew McConaughey at the, the White House at the press podium addressing the, the press and the country as if this – I don't know, like, the tint on his glasses. Like, they're really weird and they're really kind of feminine – but uh, what business this guy has talking to anybody about any of this is is beyond, which I know why they're doing it. Well, I know what my opinion is of why they're doing it, but we'll, we'll roll it and we'll chop this up. So go ahead. Uh, Camille and I came here to share my stories from my hometown, Uvalde. Came here to take meetings with elected officials on both sides of the aisle. We came here to speak to them, to speak with them, and to urge them to speak with each other. To remind and inspire them that the American people will continue to drive forward the mission of keeping our children safe. Because it's more than our right to do so. It's our responsibility to do so. I'm here today in the hopes of applying what energy, reason, and passion that I have into trying to turn this moment into a reality. Because as I said, this moment is different. We are in a window of opportunity right now that we have not been in before. A window where it seems like real change. Real change can happen. We also met Anna and Danilo, the mom and the stepdad of nine-year-old Maite Rodriguez. Maite wanted to be a marine biologist. She was already in contact with Corpus Christi University of A&M for her future college enrollment. 
nine years old. Maite cared for the environment so strongly that when the city asked her mother if they could release some balloons into the sky in her memory, her mom said, oh no, Maite wouldn't want to litter. Maite wore green high top converse with a heart she had hand drawn on the right toe because they represented her love of nature. Camilla's got these shoes. Can you show these shoes, please? Wore these every day. Green converse with a heart on the right toe. These are the same green converse on her feet that turned out to be the only clear evidence that could identify her after the shooting. How about that? Mm. Pause it. Pause it. Oh, that's horrible acting. Thank you. Like, because a lot of these times I'm thinking, man, is this just me? Like, is it just me? Your opinion. I I hate that he's using this as a platform to get up in front of people. So I I take it that he is from Uvalde. Is that is that what I call? It? That's what he that's, says. Yeah, that's so, what they're saying. Okay. Why why do we care what he thinks? We don't. Okay. And it, and it, it it which. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. He, he just he does he does not seem genuine. No, absolutely not. It and absolutely, he's talking like a preacher. It absolutely looks like terrible acting. Mm-hmm. That that he was given a script. This is what you talk about. Mm-hmm. And so we're supposed to believe that they have this little girl's shoes that she died in. I, I take it she wore them every yeah, day. That's what so they that, said they have the shoes here. And that's the only way they could identify this this girl. <clears throat> These actors have no place doing this stuff. Well, it's also he is no one. <laughs> it's curious to me that that you know Harry and Meghan Merkel or whatever went yeah. uh, multiple oh, yeah. celebrities went there. And so Any, anybody that can get any kind of clout off of this, that's where they're going to be. Well, I think there's more, a lot more to him specifically than than just clout. But one thing, like those weird glasses, I and it, it just hit me because he's constantly looking down. There's a teleprompter inside the podium, mm-hmm. and so I think that lends a lot of credence to what you said. He didn't he didn't write what he's reading, Mm-mm. and because like these actors are very vapid, superficial, surface level people, like. Like anytime you watch an interview with these people, him him included, because I've read some of the you know his interviews and stuff like that in the past on various issues, because he's sticking his toe into the political foray for a reason, and he's just he's surface level. He's there's nothing to him. There's nothing deeper. You play make believe for a living, yep. and so and the the idea too that oh I'm from Uvalde. Well, dude, when when did you move away from there for the the prestigious story, long career that you had and like what, what real actual connection do you have with the people there? Because obviously it's predominantly Hispanic now and 40 years ago when you lived there, perhaps it wasn't there. What the demographic change hadn't occurred. Like, so you're curious when he lived there and how long he lived there. Yeah. So dude, after you're gone for X amount of time, like you really don't have a connection of, of any significance or importance with the people that live there. And again, the exploitation of this tragedy for political purposes, this this is completely political. Like, the, and so, let let's listen to the rest of it, and then and then we'll break. But as far as that particular thing where he slams his fist, and how about that shit? Like, 
Yeah. Weak, dude. So predictable. So weak. Horrible. Horrible. Just like Reverso said, absolutely catastrophically horrible acting. Like, if anybody's buying this. And the, the bad thing is, there was people calling into a local radio show that were that thought he was, you know, that this was authentic and genuine. But they were all, dim- like, you could tell. And there were certain signifiers in what they were saying that they were Democrats. I've seen uh, screenshots of social media where, uh, you know, Ukrainian flag symbol overlays and people thinking that this was legitimate and listen to his passion. Like, he has to tell you, I'm going to bring my energy, reason, and passion. Why? Why does anybody want your energy, quote-unquote, reason? What is your reasonability? Because you're going to sit here and talk because these are obviously just excerpts of his entire 20-minute or so speech. There was no substance. So he's talking platitudes about uh, moving forward and change and, and ideas, and, and but it all fixate, if you can imagine, what this, what the, the core reasoning behind all this is for him. Policy. Gun control is what it is. So He lived in Uvalde for 11 years. Oh, from, that's birth, it. from birth to 11 years old. That's his hometown right there, dude. Mm, Uvalde for life. Con. That's con. That's really longer than what I thought. It's still a con. I figured it was going to come back that he lived there six months. Yeah, but how, how old is he now? He's 52. Yeah, so like I said, dude, 40 years. Yeah. I do not called it. 40 years you've been away. <laughs> no, nobody in Uvalde cares about you, dude. You didn't care about Uvalde until it became convenient. Yep. Hit it. My eighth day wrote a letter. Her mom said if my eighth day's letter could help someone accomplish her dream... But then her death would have an impact, and it would mean her dying had a point, and was it pointless, that it would make the loss of her life matter. Pause that again. It's very obvious you didn't write this because you are continuing to look up and down and stretch out your words. (laughs) <laughs> using the hand motions. How how long after the Uvalde shooting did, is this? Did this? Yeah. Does anybody know? Is this like next day, a week? What, what? How long was it? I, I would guess this was around, let's see, uh, this would be around the week and a half to two week mark, give or take. This was June 7th. This yeah. was posted uh, posted on the on the White, the White House uh, YouTube. Hit it again, reversal. The letter reads, Marine biologist, I want to pass school to get to my dream college. My dream college is in Corpus Christi by the ocean. I need to live next to the ocean because I want to be a marine biologist. Marine biologists study animals and the water. Most of the time I will be in a lab. Sometimes I will be on TV. We also met a cosmetologist. Right, she was well-versed in mortuary makeup. That's the task of making the victims appear as peaceful and natural as possible for their open casket viewings. These bodies were very different. They needed much more than makeup to be presentable. They needed extensive restoration. Why? Due to the exceptionally large exit wounds of an AR-15 rifle. Most of the body so mutilated that only DNA test 
or green converse <laughs> could identify him. Pause that again. And so there's the, the crux of his angle is that your AR-15 rifle, just like the one you, this AR-15 rifle, like the one in your closet, is responsible. You don't need it. <laughs> like, that's where this is going, dude. Yeah. And, uh, and when it pertains to constitutional, constitutional rights, dude, nobody cares about your energy, your reason, or your passion. Go, your passion's irrelevant. Your energy's irrelevant. The Constitution is, it's, shall not be infringed. Your, your energy, reason, passion, your stupid career that's meaningless is a, basically what equates to a court gesture in modern times. You're, it's irrelevant. It's absolutely irrelevant. But this is, that's the angle he's taken, so we'll, we'll, we'll continue this until I can suffer no more. Left not only dead, but hollow. But again, you, you know what every one of these parents wanted, what they asked us for? What every parent separately expressed in their own way to Camilla and me? That they want their children's dreams to live on. That they want their children's dreams yeah. to continue to accomplish something after they are gone. They want to make their loss of life matter. But this should be a, a nonpartisan issue. This should not be a partisan issue. There is not a Democratic or Republican value in one single act of these shooters. Pause that. It's not. So, not in the act itself, but when you go back, 1991, the gun-free zone legislation that Joe Biden was, is responsible for, 90% of these occur in gun-free zones. 90%. So why don't you flip that indignation and your energy, reason, and passion to that statistic, dude? The guy in Buffalo specifically put in his manifesto that he was going to a place he knew would be a gun-free zone because the people couldn't defend themselves. Is that the responsibility of a gun owner that's never broken the law anywhere in this country? Absolutely no. not. So if you're, you're contending that there needs to be laws for people that legally own firearms because of the actions of a, a, a criminal, what about the other side of the equation, the people that legislated that place where people could not defend themselves by their constitutional God-given right? Bullcrap, dude. Complete bullcrap. So, and the thing is, oh, Camilla and I, I don't give a crap about Camilla and you. I don't. No, you don't care. Just, I mean, this is so far beyond irrelevant. And, I, and again, the only reason I'm covering it is because some people were falling for this guy's garbage. Well, these people just, the, these parents, <clears throat> these parents just lost their children. So think about that for just a minute, that you just lost one of your children to something like this. Do you give two craps no. that Matthew McConaughey and Kamala have come to your town to visit and speak with you? No. Get like, out of here. I would not. No. <laughs> Dude, if, if God forbid something happened to my child in any capacity, I wouldn't want to see Matthew McConaughey's stupid face. There's, I, I, You know what I mean? You like, wouldn't want to see anybody. No. And you definitely wouldn't be sitting there having these in-depth these, these in thoughts. You, you are, if you've lost your child, you are so far beside yourself that, you're not eating. You're not sleeping. There's so many things that are that are going on. You're not thinking about your child's dream living on. Yeah. Man, I would love to talk to some of these parents and actually see 
if they obviously not right now, that would be disrespectful. For sure. You know? Yeah. But but some years down the road, I hope it comes out that that they all were like, What is this fool doing here? You know? Yeah. Well he he goes on to start talking about reasonable gun control. And I don't I don't you know what I'm I'm tired of his voice. It makes me sick. And <laughs> I don't I don't want to hear it anymore. So but ultimately why is it that he's at the White House behind that behind that podium? Dude, this is pure speculation on my behalf, dude, but why him? A guy that's talked about running for president in the past, or running for the governor of Texas and for the president of the country, if I'm not mistaken, in the past. This guy's about to make make political moves. Like, they, they, they've tested the waters. They've gauged the headwinds. They, Joe Biden can't. I mean, this, this is, again, the administration is run by stupid people. The, again, I, th- if it was, I think it was Simone Sanders, whoever came up with the ultra MAGA term, six months, six months to come up with that stuff. They make bad decisions. Their their gauge of public perception is horrific. They're, I think they're going. There's a possibility they're going to push this guy hard politically, and because think, of, listen to the way he's talking like a Southern Baptist preacher, and he's also doing it as if you are stupid, bull. So, Hogue, and like you, again, you were so far disconnected in your lack of perception, you think that some people are going to think that in your mind, people look, no, this is leadership right there. That's leadership. This is the Barack Obama speech from the DNC in 2006, 2007, preceding his rise to, to the presidency in 2008. Like when when he met at 2006 DNC convention, I think is when it was when when Barack Obama when they knew that's the guy they're running with. And look, I'm not a fan of Barack Obama whatsoever, but as far as his ability to 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 relate to seem relatable, I never fell for it. But I, I a different way of saying it: when Barack Obama spoke, especially back then, it seemed more legitimate than this. This is and the, dude, you're a, you're an actor, and this is the best you can do. That's what I'm saying. But, He's an actor. <laughs> um, well, because you don't paid. get 50 takes, though. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But you would think, this was, what, a 20-minute, the whole the whole thing was yes. 20 minutes? Yes, You would think that a professional actor could nail down 20 minutes in, in no time. You would think. And nail it. The, and listen, there may be some debate here. The best thing this idiot ever did, bar none, not even question of leagues above and beyond everything he ever did, and I think it was like his one of his first real movies, Days and Confused, best thing he ever did, best role. That's it. All right, all right, all right. Watch the leather. Yeah, dude. Like, that was it. That's the best thing you've done. What is it? Uh, what's the one to kill a mockingbird? Is that, was that what? Yeah, I don't know. I never saw that one. I saw. He, he's done some good things. I saw Lincoln Lawyer. I didn't see that. I may have seen that one. I can't remember. It was all right. And I saw Fool's Gold. He, he was in that. I mean, yeah. So, as an actor, I always kind of liked him. Mm-hmm. Now I hate him. Well, that's the thing, too, man. People always associate, like, Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan, the, oh, one yeah. of the best movies of all time, dude. Um, the ending of that movie is is absolutely stellar. But, uh, and we just actually had uh, June 6th. That's the anniversary of D-Day, by the way. That was this week. Speaking of, you know, Saving Private Ryan. But, yeah, to disconnect the, because the, that's what they do. They disconnect from the, the, and that's why they're so so shallow as people, in my opinion, and so hollow and, and able to sell or at least fall for the BS and try to perpetuate the BS 
Marxist narrative in society is because, dude, you're not, to a certain extent, it's, it's like you're not a real person because you disconnect to play make-believe. And, like, look at uh, Alec Baldwin, the murderer. You know what I mean? You you disconnect and play these different people, and but in real life, man, you're, you're just a mess. You're a wreck, dude. Like, it... I have to imagine it, to be a good actor it takes a pretty substantial disconnect from reality. And I think that's evident in the way they behave and the things that they say. They have no ability to, to translate and relate to people like us. When you're talking about electric cars and the price, these things don't affect these people, dude. The things that are catastrophic to us financially or otherwise, socially, mean nothing to them. But here you are trying to, like always, lambast and, and dictate towards us. Nah, dude. Don't talk about our constitutional rights. How dare you, dude? Sit in the freaking corner, dude. Nobody wants to hear your BS. This is an absolute disgrace, and you're standing on the graves of those children, dude. You are a dirtbag. Screw Matthew McConaughey. We're moving on. Oh, well, speaking of Democrat nutjobs and guns... This is on the Citizen Free Press. Palm Beach Democrat is facing five federal charges for threatening to kill Lauren Bobert, one of our favorites of this show. Palm Beach, a Palm Beach County Democrat is facing federal charges for making threats against Lauren Bobert. Local officials say Matthew Lee Kamiski, <laughs> that's how I'm going to say it because he's a commie, made several posts on Twitter threatening violence against Bobert including, quote, I got my Second Amendment tool all ready to destroy Lauren's face, hopefully in front of her kids. Someone needs to put Lauren down like a sick dog, he wrote. Since the CIA is a failure and the FBI is incompetent in charging her for being a terrorist, it's time to do it ourselves. Pew, pew, Lauren. Information about the defendant, other than his name, was not available by Friday afternoon. Comiskey appeared Friday before U.S. Magistrate Ryan McCabe, charged with five counts of making online interstate electronic threats. Each count carries a maximum prison term of five years. Arraignment is set for Wednesday at a federal courthouse in West Palm Beach. Next one. We're zipping through these. Everybody should know this one by now. We're over here on the Gateway Pundit. Man with gun arrested near Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home. Told police he was there to kill Kavanaugh. A California man was arrested overnight near the Maryland home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, the man reportedly told police he was there to kill Kavanaugh after the story broke. The Supreme Court issued a statement confirming the incident. And this is after uh, Chuck Schumer and so many others have ginned up violence and uh, recommended violence and said that basically, not basically, they threatened the Supreme Court. They threatened the, the conservative members of the, the Supreme Court over the Roe v. Wade overturning, potentially, which I think that's going to go probably next week. So they they call up their foot soldiers to do stuff like this and then go radio silent. Oh, my hands are clean. They gin this up. And so while you're told that you're, you're constitutionally protected Second Amendment right to self-defense and self-preservation needs to be removed, this is the, this is what, and oh, white supremacy and, and uh, homegrown terrorism and X, Y, and Z. What do you, what do you call this? And we got two in one week, two in one week, just that we know about. I mean, what do you make of that? <laughs> it's yes, speechless. You people are crazy. Y'all, y'all, dude, and they point the finger and you guys are absolute lunatics, which I mean, that's not news to us. It's disgusting. There should, I think there may be one more. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. <clears throat> that's Chucky Schumer. And that will bring us to 
a one-time weekly segment. This week in duplicious, pretentious, pontificating, two-faced rat windbag blowhards. That's... <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can make it a recurring one. I don't know. But... And this isn't about... Because uh, I don't have this up, and I just was reading about it, because I, I did see that... that uh, Joe Biden was going on Jimmy Kimmel, the same one that tried to salvage Hunter Biden's reputation, which is not possible. And neither is Joe Biden's, by the way. The polling is it's beautiful to watch. This complete failure, just this crumbling failure. And so, so Joe Biden went on there to to to, to try to, and and of course it was a crap show. But that that isn't what this week in duplicious, pretentious, pontificating, two faced rat windbag blowhards is about. It's about this guy. You may know him. So this is him on uh, what's this guy's name? Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Yeah. So they they people they're they're still trying to spin this nonsense. So let's listen to uh, this windbag. Uh, but what about like I know that you 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 have a fair amount of uh, you have emotions about politics. You have thoughts, of course. Yeah. First, those stir emotions. I know you have some anxiety about the state of politics in the United States. Having a new guy at uh, sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue has that. Have you sleep any better at night? Yes. He's, uh, you know, he, he got us into calm waters. That was yeah. always the idea. Yeah. He's doing a very good job. It's a tough one. I couldn't imagine. I, I could imagine how difficult it is. Um, I have decisions in my own personal life that, that I imagine that what he goes through is a hundred times that. Yeah. And, and so, uh, no, he's doing the best he can, and, and uh, we got to get through a bad period. Yeah. Period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's graduation season. One thing you and I have had in common. Oh, it's a, a bad period. What makes it a bad period? I thought he just said we were in peace. Yeah. Can yeah. He, did, did, he, dude, you can tell none of that's genuine. He looks yeah. like he's just. I mean, did, did, did you really listen to that? He's got <laughs> us in calm waters. Yeah. What? Calm, what, yeah. what were we in we're like in the We're like in the eye wall of like the Category 5 hurricane. We just got slammed by the one side. We're about ready to get slammed by the backside. If he well, believes that in any way, he's so disconnected. Well, the thing was, man, they, they created so much chaos in Trump's four years. Like, and maybe that guy actually believed that because he's such a, a again, a shallow moron, blowhard, pretentious, pontificating. I had to write all this down, obviously. Two-faced rat, windbag. But, the, oh, it's... It, I could, I, the, the, how difficult it is to make the decisions in my own life, like maybe leaving a nasty, disgusting voicemail on my personal assistant's voicemail, cussing her out and calling her a piece of crap, like he got popped for a few years ago. I think that was during the Me Too movement, actually. They're such hypocrites. If, if Hollywood didn't have any hypocrites, there would be no Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Are you ready? We're talking about this week. We're talking about it. They're idiots. They're cross-dressing. They're really confused. When you think about it, they're morons. They're perverts. They're Democrats. And if you look at it, they're nutjobs. And they really are. They're wackos when you look at it. They're terrible, terrible wackos. And we're talking about it. Believe me. Oh, wow. There were some other... I never. I don't think we ever got to the lyrics. He said something about being down with the sound. Are you down with the sound? Are you ready for this? 
That's because that Let's took go. a really long time. It did? Okay, well, that's fine. That, well, we don't get Donald Trump on much, so had to get a plug. Uncle Donald. Uncle Don. Gateway Pundit. Pizza Hut goes full woke, recommending drag queen books for kids as young as five. This is very common now. Dude, I was with a distribution rep today at work, and his daughter is like a RN now, and uh, she's like, I don't know, 24. And so she's you know in the dating scene. And, like, I guess the guy she was really interested in trying to, to date, uh, she was telling her dad, and he was telling me that, yeah, um, he has sex with men and women. What? That's, and he's, like, of course, he was, like, incredulous, and she's like, yeah, that's, that dad, that's normal now. Really? No. <laughs> Not <laughs> in my world. There, there's a word for that. What your, is it? Your, ki- your daughters aren't dating age, right? No, getting close. Though. What's gonna happen when when they bring home a bisexual boyfriend? Like to like, Dad, I'm gonna marry this guy. He's a uh, bisexual. If that's what they call that now, they may have a different name. There is a name for. What it. if he's attracted to you as well? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that little Timmy will be pushing up daisies? <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait! You got a daughter too. Don't drag me into this. What I mean? What if she brought home? And hey, I'm like, Dad, and I'm like, this, so this guy shows up and says, Hey, like, I, I want to talk to you, sir. I'd like to marry your daughter, but I'm already married to Bill. <laughs> <laughs> They're polygamist bisexuals. I'm sorry, dude. I'm listen, I'm sorry, but it's like they he really told me the story, so yeah. they're saying that's a normal thing. Obviously, that's not normal. Well, well there, there's a word for it. What's it called? I don't know. Look it up for it's called bisexual. No, there, there's a word for, um, they, they just love everybody. No, that's pansexual. We've, we've talked about that. No. Asexual? No, uh, I guess that's a seahorse. It is pansexual. <laughs> seahorse. A seahorse is asexual. And some of these people are saying they're asexual, however that works. I don't know. Oh, I didn't know you were a marine biologist. Pizza Hut is now featuring a book about, quote, drag kids as part of its Book It Reading Incentive Program for pre-kindergarten through sixth grade children. The Book It website features a book titled Big Wig and states that it is recommended for children ages four through nine. Big Wig is a picture book that celebrates drag kids. According to the Simone, no, Simone, what is wrong with you? Simon and Shuster website description. The book's description on the publisher's site says that the book is about a child who dresses in drag to compete in a neighborhood costume competition. Quote, When a child dresses in drag to compete in a neighborhood costume competition, he becomes B.B. Bedazzle. That is your new name. You are B.B. Bedazzle on here from now on. Sorry, it's not It's not up to me. I didn't choose this. It chose you. B.B. <laughs> Bedazzle. What? Why? Why? What did I uh, listen? Uh, Man, why do you hate me? Can I can I get a second on this motion? No, I no. Uh, yeah, motion no. carries. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> he has the gavel. A key part of BB Bedazzle, not this BB Bedazzle, but the one in the story ensemble is a wig, a wig called Wig. Together, they are an unstoppable drag queen team. <laughs> But Wig feels inadequate compared to the other bigger wigs. When Wig flies off BB's head, she goes from kid to kid, instilling confidence and inspiring dreams in those who wear her. The description continues. 
and so we had an email some time back, um, and she was asking, you know, about companies that we could support. And like, I didn't really have any of those, just companies that we don't support. And Pizza Hut, the thing is, man, your pizza sucks. And it has for a long time. It's Garbo. It's not even any good. So it's not like I can boycott them because I was already boycotting because it tastes like cardboard and garbage. It's like a circle of hot garbage. You know that reference. All right, so... You're, don't, dude, don't be starting on the BB Bedazzle. Like, it's, like I said, it, that, that name chose you. I don't have nothing to do with that. That ain't up to me. Well, <laughs> I'm going to get you a wig. Bedazzle. Bedazzle. Okay. So if you don't like Pizza Hut, where, where do you prefer your pizza? Local. A local woman from New York. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, it's not. Oh, did you go there after I recommended it? Yeah. Were you impressed? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. No, it's delicious. Try, don't try to go on Sunday. Yeah, they're closed on Sundays. Yeah. Actually, they closed for a couple of days last week. Anyway, um, and that was actually that was that was on um, Gateway Pundit, but as always, it's courtesy of Libs at TikTok. Libs of TikTok, who's awesome. What is next? Continuing the theme of who not to support, and this is like a long-standing thing. I actually used to like their. Uh, can't believe this is coming up two shows in a row. You're a big fan. Of chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Because <laughs> I'm fat. Ben and Jerry's puts up billboards. This is also on Gateway Planet. Across multiple states supporting trans kids. Here's a picture of one. We stand with Georgia's trans youth and those who love them. Trans rights are human rights. And then it has the flag that they call the tranny flag, which is like the pink, blue, and white stripes. <clears throat> ben and Jerry's and the National Center for Transgender Equality have collaborated on a multi-state billboard campaign to support, quote, transgender children. The billboards are targeting four states, Florida, Texas, Georgia, and Virginia, all of which have passed legislation to protect girls' sports or try to prevent gender change treatments and surgeries for minors. Um, so, trans rights are human rights. And Ben and Jerry's, if, what a dude, what a bunch of perverts, man. Um, like, go ahead. I was going to say, this is good for you because you're too lazy to get into the gym, so now you're boycotting and just stop <laughs> eating the ice cream. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. That's a very, very nice thing to say. My wife, I thank you for that. We need to try and paint a picture for the listeners of what you look like. Well, yeah, I'm and so for those that are new to the show. I want to say about 275. Is what I bench. That's a bariatric. <laughs> that's what I bench. Have you seen? Okay, that's fine. For the people that aren't aware that are they're, they're the newer listeners, like when we started this thing, and really to this day, um, we all have regular jobs. We don't get paid to do this. This is We love to do it, but we do it for fun and informational purposes. It would be nice to make some money. But that being the case, with the things that we say, like I don't feel like dealing with all the things that would come along with putting my face up there for the caustic things that I say that are controversial this day and age. I wonder if Ben and Jerry's wanted to sponsor us. They need a bigger billboard <laughs> than that. I'm trying to think of the of what uh, Big Worm said to Smokey, or not not Big Worm, but uh, Craig said to Smokey about how you're going to sell weed and smoke weed. <laughs> like, I would be like I'm advertising, but I'm buying up all the stock, dude. Anyway, because I'm fat. But uh, anyways, in a more serious, like supremely disgusting note. My wife was reading about some of these things this weekend with the transgender surgeries. And, um, like, there's a lot of Reddit forum stuff on this just out of curiosity, and she's showing me this stuff, which is absolutely repulsive. But because you had asked on the last show, 
I think it was the last one when Reverso made the hot dog comment, which I thought was brilliant, by the way. Thank you for that. But when a male goes to a female, they basically invert, they, they say that they invert that. And so that creates obviously this pocket type thing, but I think that's not really, I'm trying to make this as palatable as possible, but they, I'll well, that's leave it, when I'll, they, they stick it in the microwave and bust it open, right? According to Reverso, <laughs> yes. But no, they, which I didn't see the, the photographs. My wife's like, don't, don't look at it because you can't unsee it. But routinely, what I can see in these Reddit forums and otherwise are people that got this surgery that are upset YouTube videos where they're upset that they did this to themselves and let people convince them to do it. And there is an odor that cannot be gotten rid of in a lot of cases. And they, you can just imagine what they say something like that would, would smell like. So it's, and that being said, like it, like that on one hand, that sounds amusing, but I think it really exemplifies the, the psychosis of the, the, how abnormal, just off the wall, insane this is. And here these wackos are that own ice cream company putting up here promoting this nonsense for children because they put it in these states where the laws have been changed so that you can't mutilate the genitalia of these children as any reasonable person would say is a good thing, except for the wackos of Ben and Jerry and Pizza Hut and probably a whole lot of others that we don't have time to cover because I saw a long list from this week. But are we on TMZ for real? I don't think we've ever been on TMZ. Have we ever covered a story on TMZ? I don't think we have. Well, boom. Blue collar blacklisted first. <clears throat> Disney Channel actor gets two-year sentence and plea deal for allegedly enticing a minor for sex. Stoney Westmoreland, famous for his work on the Disney Channel, will spend a couple years in federal lockup after prosecutors say he tried to entice a minor into sex. The actor struck a deal in the case, pleading guilty to a lesser charge of using interstate facilities to transmit information about a minor, and a judge gave him 24 months in prison and 10 years of supervised release. Stoney's lawyer, Wendy Lewis, tells TMZ Westmoreland was originally charged with enticement of a minor over the internet, which carried a potential 10 years prison sentence. As we reported, Stoney was busted in Utah back in 2018 after authorities say he arranged online to have sex with someone who was only 13 years old, allegedly communicating via an app used for dating and setting up sexual encounters. Stoney's lawyer tells TMZ he was using Grindr and was actually communicating with an undercover officer posing as someone else, and the lawyer says a doctor who evaluated Stoney concluded Westmoreland thought the exchange was role-play. Right. <sighs> with an adult online, and that Stoney didn't actually believe he was, communi of course, communicating with a 13-year-old. As part of the plea deal obtained by TMZ, Stoney must co cooperate with DNA collection and register as a sex offender. What's more... All of Stoney's computer devices will be subject to random search and inspection, and he has to report all of the accounts he uses for electronic communication and storage, including email and social media. There he is on, uh, what is this, Andy Mack? I don't know what that mm -hmm. is. Stoney, who, who got fired from Disney after his arrest, surprised he didn't get a promotion myself, is also restricted from contact with individuals who are under 18 years of age without adult supervision. That's good. But he should sit in prison for at least 10 years. Screw his plea deal. Take it to trial, dude. And... Sadly, this is our last story for the evening. We've really enjoyed being here with you all. Thank you for listening. And we have America's First Prince here on the New York Post. Can anybody guess who this might be? Packing heat. Nude Hunter Biden cavorts with Hooker with a gun and latest mess for the president. 
Hunter Biden shows himself to be the real first son of a gun and the latest embarrassing personal video leak for President Biden's scandal-scarred offspring. A naked Hunter casually waves around a handgun. Again, I did want to kind of categorize this with the other psycho-democrat, gun-wielding, wacko, threatening jerks. Self-moderation. They're so quick. Never forget, this guy lied on a federal firearms application. So while they're, while they're trying to lambast you with like the things that Matthew McConaughey was, was going on to talk about that would actually change nothing about the crimes that occurred specifically when they refer to a universal background check. And I think we've talked about this on here before. That would have done nothing. You have people like this circumventing the law while you lambast us that have never broken the law. Have you ever broken the law? Have you ever been to jail? Nope. Me neither. Have you? No. Man, I've, I've broken the law, but I've never been to jail. Yeah, what kind of laws did you break? You're an outlaw. I'm hardcore. BB bedazzle style. BB bedazzle. That BB bedazzle life. I mean, dude, the speed limit was clearly marked 65 on the way down here. Yeah. Dude, I was doing 70. You're out of control, I dude. I am, dude. I know. I, I, you ain't listen, living long man. like this. Listen, I got to I gotta rein it in. Dude, you ain't living long doing that. I'm bad. The... <clears throat> The cavalier clip of Hunter Biden holding the gun emerged amid a rash of mass shootings and random gun violence in major cities. That included 11 incidents on Saturday and Sunday alone that left at least 15 people dead and 61 injured across the U.S. data shows. It's not clear what type of handgun it is or whether it is a replica from the video. The video emerged just days after Hunter's dad called on Congress to pass new gun control measures to stem the slaughter declaring in a televised primetime address last week that the Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. That's patently and absolutely false. Senator Ron Johnson slammed the apparent hypocrisy, quote, before proposing or passing any new federal gun legislation, the Biden administration ought to enforce existing laws regardless of who is violating them, even if that person is the president's son. Boom, roasted. I've written... Oversight letters to U.S. Secret Service, FBI, and ATF regarding the incident involving Hunter's gun dumped in a trash can behind a grocery store across from a high school in Delaware, added Johnson, who's been investigating the Biden family's controversial overseas business dealings. Unsurprisingly, I've gotten, I have not gotten a satisfactory response from these agencies. Wow, there he is with his uh, his genitals blanked out because there well, he's, that doesn't look like a replica, replica gun. Why would Hunter Biden have a replica gun while he's hanging out with prostitutes, smoking crack in a hotel room? Hunter Biden recorded the video on October 17th, 2018, according to Radar Online, which first revealed its existence. The outlet and a post source described the com- companion in the video as a prostitute. Five days earlier, he bought a 38 caliber handgun in Delaware, Politico reported last year. In order to make the purchase, Hunter Biden answered no to a question that asked, are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance? Well, if you're above the law, I guess it's not unlawful. Maybe he was being—he thought he was being honest. It's just second nature for somebody like him to lie. Absolutely. It, it doesn't mean anything. <clears throat> Hunter Biden acknowledged repeated struggles with drug addiction and alcoholism, and Radar's report included a photo of what appeared to be crack cocaine and drug paraphernalia, including a spoon— on a pair of plates. Hunter Biden, whose addiction issues and cheating led to his 2017 divorce from Kathleen Buell, was discharged from the U.S. Navy Reserve three years earlier after testing positive for cocaine. Just weeks after Hunter bought the weapon, Biden's lover Haley Biden, the widow of his late brother Bo Biden, tossed the gun into a supermarket garbage can, setting off a Secret Service 
and FBI probe. No charges were ever filed. The place where the gun was dumped and went missing, Jansen's Market in Greenville, Delaware, where President Biden has a home in the upscale Wilmington suburb, is across the street from Alexis I. DuPont High School, which has roughly 800 students. The Secret Service told the Post in March of 2021 that it had no record of agents investigating the incident and said President Biden was not under protection at the time. Hunter Biden had been divorced from his first wife, Kathleen, and was at that time involved in a scandalous romantic relationship with his sister-in-law, Haley, the widow of his brother, Bo, who had died of cancer. Man, what a dirt... Like, this guy is the epitome of dirtbag. And look how cracked out he is in those photos. I mean, his eyes are bugging out of his head. Have you ever... Man. And that... So that's the second person. Yeah, you can see the prostitute. Look at those weird bruises and marks on that woman. See that on her her leg there? Yeah. That's just mind-blowing, dude. Could, like always, could you imagine if one of Trump's children was was like this? He would have never been the president, ever. That is that is so weird, dude. I, I, I've never understood that lifestyle. Mm. She stole the, quote, she stole the gun out of my trunk lock and threw it in a garbage can full to the top at Jansen's, then told me it was my problem to deal with, Hunter admitted in a 2019 text first reported by the Post. Quote, then when the police, the FBI, and Secret Service came on the scene, she said she took it from me because she was scared I would harm myself due to my drug and alcohol problem and our volatile relationship and that she was afraid for the kids. The January 29th, 2019 message adds, really not joking, the cop kept me convinced that Haley was implying she was scared of me. In another message sent closer to the incident, Hunter described the handgun as my 38. Quote, took from the lockbox of the truck and put it in a paper bag and threw it in a trash can at a local high-end grocer for no reason, he wrote on December 6, 2018. And I freaked out when I saw it was missing 10 minutes after she took it, and when she went back to get it after I scared the out of her, it was gone, which led to state police investigating of me. True story. Meanwhile, an ongoing federal grand jury probe in Wilmington, Delaware, is reportedly focused on possible tax fraud, money laundering, and violations of lobbying laws by Hunter Biden. The down market data dump is the latest embarrassment for President Biden, who's been blasted by critics for who insist that shady foreign business dealings have put U.S. national security at risk. Quote, there is no doubt in my mind that Hunter Biden, did, what Hunter Biden did was wrong, being on the Ukrainian energy company, Risma board, and engaging in whatever else he dealt with. Democratic congressional candidate Max Rose told The Post last week. Yeah, dude, this guy is absolutely bar none, the gift that keeps on giving. How would you like to find him under your tree, BB Bedazzle? <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to stick. Are you kidding me? No. Listen, e- email us, info at bcblpodcast.com. Is it going to stick? Yes, it is. I can tell you. Boom. Problem solved. Reverse. Will it stick? It sure will. At this point, I would rather the listeners pick my name. Hey, listen. Make a plea to them. Uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. As always, you can find us online, bcblpodcast.com. Email us, info at bcblpodcast.com. Or find us on True Social, where I hang out. Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. And please leave us a five star review. Greatly appreciate it. And so would BB Bedazzle. Have a nice evening. That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They 
cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show, but that's too true for real.